Hello, and welcome to the Moving Stevens Point Forward podcast, a podcast focused on the community of Stevens Point in central Wisconsin. Your host, John Yeager, will discuss the amenities, community events, businesses, and groups that make central Wisconsin unique. Thanks for listening, and be sure to spread the word about our podcast. And now, on to today's show. All right, so this morning I have the uh, the great distinction of introducing Tim Thornburg, uh, and I'd like to tell a little story about Tim um, one of my favorite stories about Tim and I, I tell my patients all the time how I had this friend that one day just said, you know, I'm going to go out and run the Boston marathon. I don't really think I have much else going on this weekend. And so he went out and ran that. And then Tim, I'm going to let you finish that story. How did you end up finishing in that marathon? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, in 2018, I went and ran the Boston marathon. I have a, I have a bunch of family out there, I guess. Uh, kind of they invited me to go do that and I thought this is great and I want to go and uh check this marathon out now I have a reason to go so I ended up running really well that year um I got 47th place um it was a surprise to me uh I was I was hoping to get a thousandth place or a little better because I have a they give you a bib number when you get there and it it sorts your number on like how good you are or where you rank with the whole whole competition, and I was like number one thousand eighty four. So I was like, oh man, if I can just do better than that, I'd be pretty happy. So, <laughs> and how many people ran that marathon? Um, so I think it's like twenty six thousand. Um, it's about twenty six thousand, but you know those numbers are skewed because they take in people that are like eighty years old. So, <laughs> <laughs> so well, and if they let me in. They'd have to take that into account too. You know? <laughs> so tell me how you came to be in Stevens Point. Are you you're not originally from Stevens Point, are you? No, not originally. I uh, was basically uh, grew up near Milwaukee area, uh, Delafield, and went to high school at a uh, really good high school, Kenny Moraine, and I ran there. I ran cross country track, and one of my track coaches actually was. Uh, an alumni of UW Stevens Point. So he recommended it. And I was like, well, that's, that's great. Um, and then I kept hearing good things about it. Um, I kept hearing about the, uh, how, how it was like a great, it's a great school to go to. Professors are good. Cost is good. Um, so I applied to a couple different colleges. Um, and then halfway through the summer leading up to my freshman year of college, I decided to go to UW Stevens Point. The coach is really nice. Uh, Rick Witt. I just heard a lot of good things about it. I thought, like, okay, I can't go wrong. It's the least expensive school. I've heard really good things about the tuition. Also, the teachers being really good. Um, good programs for uh, natural sciences, out- outdoor wildlife. Um, and so a lot of a lot of really positive things. So I went there, and the coach said I could run there. So I I probably should have trained a little more that summer, but I showed up, uh, showed up for cross country that fall, and... That is that is how I originally ended up in Stevens Point. So, okay. Yeah. So with your running career, Tim, did it start in high school or did you run prior to that? Yeah, so that's a good question. So my parents both were runners, so they, they ran cross-country and track. My dad coached a track team when I was growing up, uh, the, the St. John's Northwestern Military Academy Lancers, and we had a cinder track. Uh, so I, as a kid, I would go and help hang out with my mom and dad. My mom would like score the meat. My dad would like run the meat and okay. for the high school. So I was around running all the time and I thought, Oh, this is, this is pretty cool. I want to do this. Um, 
but I found out I was like better at long distance running in like middle school, which was great. But I really lacked a little bit of drive to actually like train during the summer, which is how you actually get good. So I, uh, I would just like come into season out of shape. Probably my running career began in sixth grade. Then you could say I'd come in out of shape, get into shape by the end of season, beat, beat, you know, and you have like certain people you beat as a metric. You're like, okay, I beat this kid from Brookfield Academy. There's some twins who went to Brookfield Academy and they, I would beat them at the end of the year and then beginning of the next season, they'd beat me and I have to work my way back up. So I was like, dang, I got to actually like train one of these years and, and then keep some of the, <laughs> keep some of what I'm working for. So, so when did you find that that shift or that drive really kind of came into play for you and you had the discipline to really push yourself? Um, I think after my sophomore year, I decided I was going to run to get better in the summer and, um, yeah, that was, that was probably, I, I went to a military school my sophomore year, so it was a lot of discipline, a lot of, a lot of good stuff, but, um, you know, probably a lot of good lessons I learned, um, from going there, but not necessarily the most pleasant. So I came out of there realizing like, Hey, if you, if you do stuff, uh, stick with it, stay disciplined, stay diligent when it's not fun, you can get some cool results that you might not have thought you could get before. So that summer, I was like, okay, I'm going to do one thing. The summer from my sophomore to junior year, I was like, I'm going to do one thing that like betters myself this summer. And I picked running. I was, I was like easy. I just got up every day. I'd, <laughs> I was like, before I did anything, I'm going to run five miles. Or the, I didn't know it was five miles. This route near my house, um, and it was far enough that I felt tired and act, I worked. I, I don't really know the distance ended up being about five miles. But um, yeah, I just got up and did that every day before I did anything. So. Uh, when I got up in the morning happened to be around 10 AM. So it was like the worst time of day to run. And I was usually super dehydrated, but I just <laughs> go run. It's like 80 degrees, come back sunburned, <laughs> fall asleep for another hour. So, yeah. so with, um, with what you like, where you've gone now, that obviously is, is not your training program. What, I mean, I don't need you to say share any trade secrets or, or give away oh, that's okay. your next Olympic spot. But <laughs> you want to just share like what a typical training week looks for you, looks like for you now? Yeah, sure. Um, so right now I have a, a couple injuries, so I'm, I'm taking it kind of lower, um, lower than normal. But um, before that, it depends what I'm training for. So when I'm training for a marathon, I've talked to a couple other people. Usually I reach out to a bunch of my friends who run just from running in college. I kind of know some people that now coach that have good ideas. Um, and, and, and typically what I, I try to get like 10 miles in a day, at least, um, for marathons. Um, and what that looks like is maybe, maybe I'll do a couple doubles, uh, through the week, get up Monday, maybe run like five in the morning and then like eight on lunch or, uh, you know, whatever. And then Tuesday, if I'm training for a marathon, I'll probably do some sort of speed work. Um, so maybe that'll look like one 11 mile run, but it'll be like four miles warming up. Um, I do these like fart lick tempos, um, that are like one minute, uh, one minute on one minute tempo pace to like two minutes at like half marathon pace, two minutes at, at, uh, tempo pace. So for me, that's like, so five twenty per mile for a minute and then like six fifteen for a minute pace. And then you go one minute, 
on, one minute off, two minutes on, two minutes off, three, three, and then okay, kind of do a little pyramid, five, five, back, four, four, and back down. So that would be like a workout. And then more miles on Wednesday. I try to cram those miles in with like people. If I can run with other people, that's usually like a running group around town or something like that. Yeah. Do you know of any? Yeah. I, yeah. Actually, I try to find them all. Um, <laughs> so it used to just be like me asking uh, our mutual friend, Nathan Brown, to go run because he'd always get up at like 515 for whatever reason. He was the only one who was like, OK, sure, I'll do that. But now we have a running group uh, here, Point Forward Physical Therapy at 545 a.m. on Tuesdays, which has been which has been super great because the hardest part is just getting out of bed and getting there. And after that, it's great. You get like a free seven miles, you know, <laughs> just for showing up. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I mean, I don't get there as often as I, I wish I could. Um, and that should improve, I hope, in the future. But, um, yeah, it's a good crew. And it, it's variable, you know, and, and the routes are variable and people kind of flip flop as to what they need. So that's been kind of fun. You know, mm-hmm. some people will, suddenly they're running with the 10 minute group and then the next week they're running more with with your level. Yeah. And, and myself, I, I stay in that 10 minute group because <laughs> 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 if I ran with yours, it'd be, well, uh, I got you for the first couple hundred yards, but I think we'll probably just... Uh, <laughs> lay back for the rest of it hey that's a strategy you can do that yeah fake a hamstring injury yeah or uh, wow did you guys i'm gonna go look at the you know go down here and look at those cars you guys keep going (laughs) or you can you can do the you know what guys i think weight training is really important i'm gonna i'm gonna turn around and go back and get on that right away (laughs) yeah oh yeah yeah (laughs) definitely so with uh with that tim you mentioned your injuries is there any looking back um, there are any injuries that have really kind of been ongoing or problematic or something that's currently just kind of got you, you know, a little bit laid up? Um, yeah, I think I doubled a lot. And so, and I wear these shoes that the, the bottoms weren't that great of support. So they kind of like, if you double a lot, it starts to wear away at like the tissue in the bottom of your foot that is soft. So then, then it like, um, sometimes if I walk funny, I can feel like a nerve getting like pinched in my like pinky um so doubling a lot it has forced me to like figure out a way to cross train um um that was that's one injury and then i think that injury you know it's like a house of cards like when you have one thing wrong with you you start to baby that thing and something else gets strained and hurts so i got like a little bit of um something in my knee nate told me i forgot what it's called uh, but that's okay that's why you have physical therapists you don't have to know <laughs> you just have to have someone who knows and can help you <laughs> there's those two bones in the knee yeah it's uh some sort of nerve that attaches to the bottom of my kneecap um or ten or tendon or whatever that is muscle i don't know <laughs> i don't know what's there uh and then check the user manual okay <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know if i have like the this did year's did model. You, did, oh, you didn't get this year's model? <laughs> no. and like, well, I'm sure you could Google it. You know, that, that's got to be out there. Um, so with, I know you've, you're, I mean, still running every day and, and still at it. Mm-hmm. What do you have coming up race-wise? Um, so coming up race-wise, so right now I'm just trying to get healthy. Uh, but so for, for something fun to look forward to, I think eventually uh, my big plan – and this is like a knock on wood because, you know, we don't know what the future holds. Could have another coronavirus epic outbreak. <laughs> um, I uh, wanted to do the London Marathon eventually. Um, me and my dad wanted to go over there and just visit and I would run the marathon. Um, and then I'll probably do Boston again because just to have family out there. And, and when I ran it in 2018, it was pouring so hard that you couldn't really like hang out after the race. Everyone just 
everyone just like deserted. Uh, so it was like, it was like, you know, 38 degrees pouring rain and a huge wind. So it was like, no one wanted to be outside. We're just kind of out sure. there when we had to be. So I normally like the post race, uh, hanging out, you know, and talking about all the things you did. And yeah, that's, that's probably the, the best part. So I got to go back and do that. Um, well, and one of the, just to highlight one of the local races that has the most illustrious post race would probably be the Bach run. Oh yeah. Oh, I love the Bach run. Yeah. Where people, they, you know, I, I, you can honestly say they definitely spend more time at the post than even at the race. Yeah. Some people don't actually get off the starting line. They go to the tent and the tent actually, the tent serves beer. So, so, you know, some people are into that. So it, it attracts quite a crowd. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a great race. That's a great local race. Uh, I I know some of the people who put it on, and they're really funny about it. They go, "Yeah, we we capped it. Um, it filled up again. Um, we we have a, a little bit of extra money left over, and, and we don't like that. We don't want to make any money off the race, so we're trying to figure out where to spend it. <laughs> so that's their strategy. <laughs> Give out one more for drink ticket or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh man, so um. So the one thing, Tim, that I've noticed with your running is you tend to maintain a, a very high level. I mean, of mileage, you mean? What well, mileage and and your times are always extremely. Okay. They're great. You know, is there any? I mean, beyond your training regimen, are there things that you do to to just keep that up? Yeah. So I think like running in high school and college is a big advantage because you you figure out how to run at like your best just mentally. Um, and, and your body gets used to like running that fast. So, um, so now to be able to keep doing that, I think you got to keep moving. Um, so I, if I took off for like a month, probably wouldn't be able to, probably wouldn't be able to run very fast, um, anytime soon. I think one of the things that I do is you got to be consistent in what you're doing. So I, I, originally got back into running after college because I knew I should be healthy and exercise. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm pretty good at this as well as, you know, exercise with it. So, um, I think that, uh, getting out, even if it's like four or five miles a day is going to keep you in pretty good shape, probably like for a long time and then go through cycles where you are going to do a race. If you're someone who wants to do a marathon, um, do the marathon training plan, up your miles, uh, do something really hard for a, sh- a short bit. And then after just maintain your miles and you kind of get to keep a little bit of, of your training then. Um, and, um, I had a friend who coaches and I asked him, I was like, how'd you run? He ran like a two twenty something marathon. I was like, how'd you run so fast? Uh, how'd you run so fast <laughs> in that marathon? And he said, he said, well, Tim, if you want to run longer and faster than you've ever run, then you have to train longer and faster than you've ever trained. So more miles, um, a little more speed work with those miles. Um, so that was kind of just like, it's just common sense stuff, but you know, saying it's easier than doing it, but that, that would definitely help anyone who wants to get better at running. Um, this is like barring injuries or any pre-existing conditions you have, just be consistent in what you're doing and then find some time of the week to do speed work and you might hit some hick and and that will yield a good result um so a little more miles a little more speed and then you gotta listen to your body the whole time too because i just learned more and more like what i have to do at minimum to keep running 
And a lot of it is like stretching maintenance and maybe like some, I know we've been in here before for like some, some butt stuff. I had to like get my butt stronger, you know, <laughs> just cause you, you fall in bad habits. Yeah. You know? There's nothing like telling your friend, Hey, you know what? Uh, you've got an issue and neither of us want to talk about where it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So some glute strengthening things, uh, definitely help too. So, yeah. So with that, Tim, what is the biggest obstacle for you of all that? I mean, what do you find, like, when you, where do you lose your motivation? What tends to be the thing that holds you back from the pace you want or the goal you're trying to achieve? Hmm. Um, so a couple things. Sometimes there's like, so I work full time and I also run. So I really like running, but some days there's just, you know, you have to structure your day. So, so I can do it. So it's like, that can be a difficult thing if you're planning ahead. Um, finding out a time to get those runs in because if you're going for like a 10 mile run that's like an hour probably an hour and a half commitment if you're going to change, run, stretch, shower all that stuff um, so you got to find an hour and a half in the day and then also uh, like I said before like motivation so if I to do some of these really hard workouts sometimes I just do them by myself because no one else Run, like runs my pace or is doing this specific race that I'm doing. So they're just on a different schedule. Um, so a, a lot of times that like the biggest obstacles are finding enough time in the day and then motivation to go do it. So how I solve those is um, I have a, f- a friend who kind of helps coach me in, in Colorado I ran with um, in, high, in college and he uh, set up a training program for me and check in. So and then I'll also have running groups I hop into point forward physical therapy is being one. And there's a few others during the week that really help, especially in the winter, because you train for Boston, you have to run through the Wisconsin winter and that can get really dark and cold. Um, and that can really that's probably the most demotivating thing. If you're running by yourself at night and it's pitch black and it's like, you know, below below freezing, you that'll That'll take the motivation away quick. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I want to loop back. You had mentioned um, that you work full-time, but that's not entirely true. You work more than full-time. You've got this uh. other side business that, that I've utilized, and I just I just absolutely love the results we've got. But tell me a little bit about your photography business. Oh, yeah, thanks. Uh, oh, thanks for asking, saying that. Um, so, yeah, so I got into – before I have – before I had my current job, I was looking to work a couple weekends just to make a little more money. Um, cause at the time it was like six years ago. I, my, my employer at that time didn't really pay a whole lot. And so I was like, well, you know, rather than complain, I should probably go do something. Um, cause then, then I could really complain if I'm, you know, well, sure. Yeah. Really exhausting all my options then I can complain for sure. No, <laughs> no. So I was like, I, I was into video work. Um, and I wanted to, I got an opportunity from a friend to go shoot a, a wedding on video, and that kind of evolved over the years into, um, you know, getting to work with a lot of uh, wedding vendors. Um, typically, I do video for weddings, but then it's morphed over to like photography in this last couple of years. Um, I've just known a lot of families in this area, and then they um, done some senior photos for people, and and then I I ended up just liking doing photography a lot, so. A lot of my friends are at the stage where their kid they have kids now, so they're they're in they're like they want a family photo or a photo session or a newborn or a senior in high school. So a lot of those just kind of like work out, and then what with Instagram and Facebook and everything, you can just post 
your work and everyone gets to see it right away, which is great because it's, it's probably probably was a lot harder back in the day without social media to show everybody what you're doing and what you can do. So, <laughs> so if somebody wanted to take a look, Tim, where on social media, okay, where would they look for your stuff? Yeah, so for so for on social media, um, my photography Instagram is timthornburg.fun. So T H R N B U R G dot fun. And there's a link to my photo website on that Instagram bio. Um, I post some, some good things there and I just post random things too. I wanted to keep it kind of fun. I realize, uh, like as a photographer, people want you to, to just post, you know, exactly your images. And, um, but, but I do like a lot of stuff there. Um, and then for like the wedding video stuff, I, my company's called TK Images. So my website. Uh, it's tkweddingfilm.com, um, just T-K, like my initials. That's why they're mi- middle initial, Tim Kenneth. Yeah, I was so. going to say Thornburg. That's a hard one to uh, get a K out of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, Tim, you know, one of the things I've always kind of wondered with what you're doing is um, do you see an intersection of that photography and running world coming together for you, or is that even something you want? Um, no, that's a good question. I've thought about that before. I like running so much as like an escape. And then, and then I think of photography and video as like a work I want to get better at. Um, I want to get a, a great shot. I want to get, uh, I want to be able to really focus on just that one thing when I'm doing it. So it could maybe intersect if I like photographed runners. Um, for a little bit, I tried to do like a vlog. Uh, it's like, inter- it's not too regular, but I'll, I'll post something about my running on YouTube um, and I'll videotape myself talking and then maybe some drone shots of me running, something like that, um, which could be a thing. But I, I've thought about that. I'm, I'm If I can find a happy intersection, like I don't want it to ruin running for me. Like I got to go shoot myself running today. You know, that it gets complicated. You're like, OK, if I could figure out an easy way to do it, I would I would happily do it right now. I'm just like. <laughs> I went running with a guy in Colorado and I brought my drone up to like the top of this really beautiful route. It was called, uh, it was, uh, Rollinsville. Uh, no, it's called Magnolia, Magnolia. It's a famous road. A lot of people in Colorado run a lot of Olympians. And I was like, I'll get a, a drone shot of us at the very end of this, just running. And so we got to the end and then I was like, let's go back so we can get a shot of you running. And I went to, do it it's just a huge pain in the butt <laughs> i was like rather just enjoy the run you know and enjoy the scenery and uh you know pr- pretty simple that way so maybe eventually right now i haven't figured out how to crack that <laughs> so very good all right tim well i just want to thanks for i thank you for your time and coming in and, and having a, a conversation with us and um yeah anything else you want to add before we shut it down um yeah, that's a good question uh you know, I, I really appreciate this. Is a shameless plug for you guys. I really appreciate having a good physical therapist therapist in town, um, and I didn't realize how much I appreciated that until I got hurt and couldn't run for a bit, and then came in, and got a solution pretty fast. So, shout out to you guys for helping start a running club and for getting me back on my feet when I get injured. So, if anyone wants to 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 come to get healed of their running injuries. Point forward physical therapy has got some great doctors. So, Perfect. All right. Well, thanks again. Today's show is brought to you by Point Forward Physical Therapy. 
Please share our podcast with your friends. If you'd like to schedule a time to meet with a physical therapist for a free injury screening, call us at 715-254-3978.